Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello? Oh, I feel like we should get right into things, you know? We don't have a lot of time left here on Earth. Uh... Things are ending. It's good to get to the point. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! Hey, uh, I think we can all agree this concert blows, right? You guys really want to see a crowd. You might want to stop by my secession rally later tonight. That is going to be off the hook. You ever heard of Warrant? Yeah. There's a cover band right here that call themselves Cherry Pie. Pretty sure we got their bass player. Oh, wow. It's gonna be pretty good. rock and roll, yeah, poison. What is that? Just general rock, man. It's gonna be fun. Ladies and gentlemen, I think I see a, a Kevin Ryder from the Kevin and Bean Show. I'm gonna wait until he comes up here. Maybe he'll, maybe we'll get the interview. I don't know. Ke- Kevin from the Kevin and Bean Show. Oh, he's big timing me. Look at this. Totally big timing me. I work with you, Kevin. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. People, people, please, shut up. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. I'm going to blow all your... Who else feels this product is stupid? Just pass it around. I genuinely don't know how to respond. Now. And then Saturday, uh, I don't see what time, but BMX Freestyle Park Oh, at noon. And then uh, Sunday, it's Rally Car. You got a full weekend, and uh, we hope you the best of luck, Dave. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Our feature presentation. Not sure why that happened. <laughs> morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Friday morning, the 18th of October. Who was that we were talking to there that you hung up on? I don't. No. Add that to the long list of people you've hung up on. Dave Mira. That's who it was. It's Dave mm-hmm. Mira. Thanks, yeah. Mugs. Yeah, he's Welcome. Never, never uh, come back on the show since that's not that true. That's why I don't remember him. That's true. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, it's going well. Hello. Listen to this voice. Yeah, I mean, this, bad. this is a sick boy. Bad. It's I feel bad. like you're happy because you li- no. finally have that voice. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the deep part. I don't okay. like the part that obviously is the sick part. You yep. know what I mean? No, of course. You know what I am? I was thinking about this. I was. Uh, uh, I am a little better than yesterday, by the way, but still Good. no bueno. But I'm, um, I'm Kurt Gibson limping around third base just trying to make it to home. Right. At this point. Did you the, just hit a home run? No, that's the problem. Okay. I'm, I'm about to be thrown out at home. <laughs> See, the difference between Kirk is he stumbled stumbled around those bases and won the game <laughs> for the Dodgers. But me, I'm gonna get I'm gonna I'm gonna cause it out after all of this. 
So, did you expect that your final shows would be with you? You know, injured, finally sick, hobbled. Yeah, like yeah. at the end of the days. Me? No, certainly not. Mm-hmm. I mean, as the healthiest man in the world, of course, I thought I was going to go out at the same high level of perfection that I started. Right, <laughs> right. Kobe, but... Kobe with 60 points kind of thing. Yes, that's yeah. what I was anticipating. Yes, not, is... not Michael Jordan on the Wizards. Right. Right, which is <laughs> what it seems like is happening. <laughs> it's exactly what I anticipated. You're that, you're is, that... Am I hearing a train? What right. am I hearing? <laughs> hold on, hold on. That's drilling right beneath us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good timing. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, fifteen more shows, you guys. Hmm. Wow! Just gotta, just gotta hang in there. Will uh, I make it? W- yeah, you'll make it. We do joke, rest in peace, Bean. But mm-hmm. R.I.P. Bean. R.I.P. Bean. This yeah. could be, uh-huh. I don't know, polio or. Yeah, well, it could be polio. polio. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like. I like it. That that's your first go-to. The Black Plague. I'm just glad we have somebody to pick up the mantle of the world's worst examples once I leave. <laughs> Polio. I have a couple of those. <laughs> I'm ready for that trophy. Could be Ricketts. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Hey, guys, uh, you may have uh, seen this story. It's uh, fascinating, and there is much more to be told than what has already been reported. But this is a guy named Cody Gregg. He is 29 years old. He was arrested in Oklahoma on August 12th. Tell me how bogus this is, by the way. After a police officer attended to flag him down for not having rear lights on his bicycle. What? Oh, tacky. Come on. Yeah. That, 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 to me, looks like you're just trying to arrest a dude, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he unfortunately did not make a good decision. He tried to escape from the police uh, uh, on a bicycle, mm. which didn't work very well. So the officer caught up with him, searched his backpack, and found a coffee can with a clear baggie in it that contained, quote, a large amount of white powder substance. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. I got that from the food pantry. They said, oh, yeah, let's roadside test this. Oh, wait, it's cocaine. Mm-hmm. All right? Where's that food pantry? Yeah, he didn't right? lie. I don't think he lied. That's where <laughs> he keeps his cocaine. So he, uh, he pleads not guilty, and they put him in jail. Two months go by, he's still in jail, and he decides he can't take it anymore. He's got to get out of this jail. Apparently, it's one of the worst jails in America. It is incredibly overcrowded. Mm. It is moldy. It has rats. It has one of the highest suicide rates of jails in America. He's going crazy in there, so he says, you know what? I'm going to change my plea to guilty. I've just got to get out of here. Because he was in there waiting for a trial. Oh, I see. Okay. Now, if he pleads guilty, they sentence him, and they send him to prison, Mm -hmm. and he gets out of this holding jail, right? So that's what happens. He is sentenced to 15 years in prison. Now, I one of the questions I have about this story that I don't understand is why was the powdered substance then tested again after he had already oh, pl- oh, no. pled guilty and already sentenced to 15 years in jail? But you got it, Jensen. Turned out to not be cocaine at all. <laughs> Turned out to be powdered, powdered milk. Yeah. Powdered milk. Oh, wow. Turned out to be powdered milk that he had now pled guilty to for cocaine. Can I also address the idea that uh, he got 15 years and the person who shot someone in their own home got 10? Yes. Yeah, yes. Recently, yeah. You can, you can point that out. A police officer who shot someone in their own home. Yeah. Now, I don't think this guy is an angel, Cody Gregg. Uh-huh. I think he may have been on the wrong side of uh, this uh, particular situation, but I don't think he's an angel because I think he got it from the food pantry and thought it was drugs. I think he probably <laughs> thought it was drugs. They ripped him off. And he was, yeah, I think so. I think he thought it was drugs, and he pled guilty thinking, well, it is drugs, but it turned out not to be. I think you're right, Kevin. I think he's the victim of a crime here. So if it turned out not to be, and mm-hmm. he pled guilty for the reasons you said, yes, they're not, they can't still be charging him with possession They have cocaine. released him. He's oh, they out. have? Okay. Yeah, he's out of jail. He's right. free and clear. Wow. 
Uh, Cody, by the way, had been arrested before for possession of marijuana. Oh, that does sound good. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Sorry. That's... Do you think That's allegedly the HD radio sound space that we're trying to get ready in time for Green Day, so they're working round the clock. <laughs> I think they work 24 hours a day. I think, I think so, too. yeah. So his priors, by the way, included possession for marijuana and meth and drug paraphernalia. Yeah, so but that, clearly, was all, that was all foods as well. <laughs> this guy just has really bad luck. Yeah, the meth was rock candy. So, so to me, this sounds like a guy who 100% thought he was getting drugs. Yeah. And it turned out not to be. It was powdered sugar. Is this the craziest case? Yeah. So he is, uh, he is out, and he is free to offend again. But uh, there you go. Apparently, by the way, we did a story not that long ago about one of these roadside tests. Remember what the guy – the guy had like a line of what they thought was cocaine on the hood of his car or something? Yeah, and it, it, it was it – was- it ended up being like bird poop or something? Yes. Yeah, right, yes. right. Apparently, these roadside tests that the police officers do for drugs are extremely unreliable. Like yeah. one in three times they give a false read. Excellent. Which may, I don't know, to me, says like maybe don't use those. Yeah. yeah or fix them, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, come up with some better technology. So anyway, so Cody Gregg, out of jail. Sort of innocent? <laughs> he's innocent for the crime they got him he on. Is, I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah he's guess fully he innocent. Imagine if he'd gone to jail. What are you in here for, powdered milk? Well, he thinks it's, he thinks it's cold. I know, it's but code. now he knows yeah. it isn't. I know. Oh, who knows? And the yeah, next thing you know, he gets polio, and then it's just awful. Right? And then rickets. Yep. Rest in peace, Bean, man. Right? You sound like um, like Kathleen Turner. You sound good. <laughs> Another great reference. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Yeah! Like seriously excited. I'm kind of shy, but mostly excited. <laughs> Couldn't love that little kid more. Uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick will be joining us in studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Zombieland Double Tap. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Keep It 100 because it's Friday. Sure. What should Jensen's son Adler go for as Halloween? A baby. No, see. He should go as a baby. We have a hater amongst in us. In baby clothes. We very have a true against. hater. Yeah, he should agree. just be a baby. You shouldn't be putting him to work at his age. You work. should just let him just lay in his crib. Because <laughs> we're paying him. <laughs> uh, also today. Oh, it's, un- it's unpaid labor? It's even worse. You're forcing him to get dressed up for your amusement. You're not giving him anything. But I mean, technically, they're dressing him up. Not so even he's not anything doing anything in the college fund? Also, a small glimpse into this. Uh, do your pets have birthday parties? Sure. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Then zip it. Um, Apparently, there's a suite in Staples Center. Yes. That's what we hear. Who knew? Yeah. Where professional basketball teams play. Mm -hmm. Correct. And And opening day, two of the local teams play. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we have that suite. And we're going to give away tickets. Yes. We, uh, if you haven't read between the lines, are uh, legally not allowed to say the L word or the C word. Yeah, or the N word. Or the N word, right. In many ways. But in this right. case, uh, the initials that represent the league in which Correct. that That's sport right. is played. But that doesn't mean you won't get to go and join us and have a great time. Correct. And I think a bunch of uh, from the show are going as well. And uh, we have Kevin and Bean's Last Breakfast with Green Day tickets as well coming up this morning. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. It is a Friday morning, first of all. Yay. I'm going to give it, you know, I'm going to allow it. Oh. Thank you. Appreciate okay. that. Not much longer. No. Allie McKay has uh, just joined us. She uh, ran into some roadblocks on the way in. Hey, Allie. Hey, Bean. In the meantime, I want to introduce you to Jensen Carp. He does a feature every day at this time called What's Happening. Oh, hey. What's Can't up? wait. Good to see you. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll like it. Uh, you guys, yeah. how long would you have to date someone in order to write a song for them? Like, if you were a singer-songwriter... Not being a songwriter. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay, if I'm you were a singer-songwriter, how long do you think you would start writing a song about them if you were dating? A uh, love song? Yeah. Not after breakup? Okay. No. Boy, I, I don't... It's kind of like the how long before you get a tattoo. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, with their name on it. 
because I mean, I would say a couple of years, that would, no? I, or at least a couple months. At least, right? um, I'm going to put out a very controversial opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could write a song for a young woman and wow her, mm-hmm. and that would make the how should I say this relationship go faster? Yes. Then I think you do it the first night. Well, then you and Cody Simpson would be very good friends. Wow. Because <laughs> Congratulations. He, he has released a new song called Golden Thing that he uh, is reportedly about his new girlfriend, Miley Cyrus. New girlfriend? They've been together like four days. Yes, they've been together about four days. And Bean, you have very, uh, I guess. Well, I don't approve. Right. I don't approve at all. Why, well, how come? Why is that? Well, because we talk about this all the time. Allie's with me on this, that there are some celebrities that you see together and you like them as a couple. Mm-hmm. And there are those other celebrities you just go, no, I do not approve. And and uh, Cody Simpson, get away from Miley. Well, bits of Miley appear on the single's artwork, including her hair, her neck, several gold chains of hers, and then part of her chest. Didn't she break up with her, Chris? was it Chris Hemsworth or Liam? It was Liam Hemsworth. She and then she, like dated, 10 years. then she dated the Jenner ex-wife. Right. And for then- like... A month. Yep, and now this guy. And do you want to hear a piece of Golden Thing, the song? Please. This is it. Oh, oh, I like that. That's fun. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole. And he can't eat fireworks. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole. And he can't eat fireworks. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole. Do you think Tim is smiling? I I know it's all a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. Tim might be Miley. Uh-huh. The butthole, hear me out, okay. is her butthole. Oh, so no metaphor there. No, no that's pretty direct. <laughs> okay, okay. The other part is a metaphor. You know, you know what? Okay. I didn't have the right clip up. Okay, yeah. let's hear that's, the real that's one. That's fine. Yeah. This is going. A thousand thrills, a thousand chills, smoky eyes, pearly white, I'm high. It's a golden thing she's got. When did Cody um, Simpson become John Mayer, Yeah, by it's the a way? little Mayer-esque. Um, I think that scares me if I'm her. Yes. I right? think it's a little it's too... A little, but I think she is like that. She's a little it? too eager. But that's her. She's like very... Uh, Impetuous. Yeah. yeah. And she jumps into things, so this mm-hmm. is perfect. Anyway, she he had like a tonsillitis surgery or something, uh-huh. and he wrote it while that was going on, and she was like, you have to put it out. You have to put it out, even though he didn't want to. So it's her oh, that was forcing the issue. Now he needs to worry. That's what I'm saying. Wow. See, I don't think you want two crazy, impetuous artists dating each other. I think one, there, you need to have one of those, and then one person who's a little more balanced, a little more normal, a little rein things in a little bit. You're saying Cody Simpson and Miley Cyrus are... Are too similar. This generation's Kurt and Courtney. That's right. Okay. Well, That's let's right. hope it ends differently. Uh, Bean, the other day you played a clip from Wheel of Fortune. Can you remind people uh, it went viral, but played for people? Yes. Okay. Pat, Pat Sajak, as you know, at the beginning of the game, he uh, allows the uh, the contestants to introduce themselves, mm-hmm. and this guy with a big, long beard yes. did go viral with this uh, description of his family. Hello, Blair. Hello. Uh, Blair Davis, Cardiff, California. Owned the trucking business, it says here. Small trucking business yeah. in San Diego. Good for you. And talk about your family. I've been trapped in a loveless marriage for the last 12 years <laughs> to an old battle axe named Kim. She cursed my life with three stepchildren named Star, RJ, and Ryan, and I have one rotten grandson. 
So the audience is, uh, is laughing really rather, rather nervously. Yeah, that laughing. He, you know, that he may, be, uh, he may be speaking the truth there. But I, I think he maybe was kidding. I think uh, he's trying well, to be funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. now they've interviewed Blair Davis, who was on Wheel of Fortune. He says it was all a joke. His wife, Kim Davis, loved it. They're constantly calling each other names around the house. And she knew he was doing it. They planned it beforehand. She knew it was coming. And at home, while they were watching, they all laughed. The kids laughed, grandchildren, all of those people. So I thought for a while this could have been real. But uh, <laughs> oh, now no. Even right after, because I'm sad that I saw that mm-hmm. um, <laughs> live, because, you know, it's on right after yes, Jeopardy. After Jeopardy sure, right sure. And you don't know how to Clean, change yeah. candles, yeah. we learned. Cleaning oh, your palate. Yeah. Um, but he literally, uh, Pat Sajak after was like, <laughs> but you're kidding, right? And he's like, of course I'm kidding. <laughs> but I don't think the fact that he looks like he does yeah, yeah. helped him in any mm, way. No. I can see that. He looks yeah. like a hell's angel. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, um, I was very uncomfortable by it. I didn't like it. Um, really? I li- no, because I like it when there's obvious love between the contestants. I'm Allie McKay. I'm here with my husband, Chip. Mm-hmm. We've been married for 17 years. I mean, that's, the kind, that's the kind of feeling I would have had when Not I watched the wheel. Not everybody has that kind of beauty, though. Right. right. You know? By the way, I had texted Chip and just said, hey, heads up, the final breakfast with Kevin and Bean is going to be da-da-da. She's like, oh, thank you so much for that heads up. And I was like... Girl, you're my husband. Of course. <laughs> would have been better for each other. She did new phone who this also would have been good. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Ali and Chip together forever. For life. <laughs> uh, birthdays. Happy birthday to Mike Ditka, John Claude Van Damme, Don Williams from Gilligan's Island, who played Marianne still alive. Um Is she wow? Is that her name? Don Williams? Don Wells. Wells, thank yes, you. Don Wells. Uh Zach Efron, Bean. Uh hello. Uh Tyler Posey <laughs> and Lindsay Vaughn. And that's <laughs> what's going on. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. This day in history with old man Ruben. Do you guys ever wonder what the meaning of life is? Sure. Yeah, me too. Is that it? Oh no. It's just, it has me thinking. When you've been alive as long as I have, is it all worth it? Immortality is a heavy burden to bear. I've seen too much. The Age of Enlightenment, King Arthur, Hitler. The Depression, Disco, Stock Market Crashes, the movie Biodome, 9-11. It takes a toll on you. And that's why I find myself using Garnier Frutiques Sleek and Shine Zero Conditioner because the last thing you want is the stress of life to have an effect on your hair. What? Just saying. Take care of your hair, you know? And Garnier Frutiques is an incredible company that cares about you and your follicles. Dude, are you doing a commercial? Yeah. You can't do that. It's not allowed. It's just a day in history. Oh, okay. I get that. Next week, I'll do better. Thanks, dude. I'll make sure to reload with a handful of Slim Jim premium meat sticks. <laughs> they have spicy chili and garlic flavor now, you know. See, because Ruben is old. Let the man cash in. Come on. Uh, He's given so much for this country. I don't think it's allowed. (laughs) Hey, about uh, 20 minutes from right now, we'll be looking for your Green Day fan songs. You sing your way into our breakfast with Green Day. It's the last ever Kevin and Bean breakfast. Plenty of breakfast to come without Bean, but this is the last one I'll be at. And if you'd like to join us as well, a fan song from you in about 20, 25 minutes or so from the Kevin Bean Show on Kevin. And then R.I.P.B. Yes. So that's what's happening. So sad. Jensen. Yeah. Adler Halloween. Yeah. Thoughts? This is uh, Adler's first Halloween. Mm -hmm. He is uh, about four months old. Mm -hmm. And when you have a baby, one of the reasons is to dress him up for Halloween. That's probably in the top three reasons to have have a kid. kid. Yeah, yeah. It's a big time deal. Well, he can't get you drinks yet. Like, that's like number one. That's number one as they grow, sure. He can't do chores or whatever. Once he's like five, then he can start getting drinks. Yeah. Yeah. 
or to like take a picture for your Instagram with like a middle finger. Yes. I feel like that's up there yeah. too. Yes, sure. agreed. Uh, and I, I feel like we are in between a lot of different possibilities mm-hmm. for what the costume could be. And I wanted to see a couple options that I've thought of that you guys, maybe if you think they're good. I think, I think I may have one that's better than all three years. Can I just start? I mean, please. Donald Trump. Well, that's probably not a good idea. Okay. Uh, I would. Ha- I think he would probably be uh, pelted with candy. Oh, I didn't. But think your about kid that. has great hair. He could certainly make it work. <laughs> that, well, he's we, got a comb over. We have talked about dressing him as Marv Albert, which would <laughs> then have him in sort of a nice dress coat, uh-huh. NBC Sports or something, sort of on the pocket, and then a microphone, and then maybe just women's panties out of one pocket. Okay, oh. there you go. Okay, uh, so I like that. That's solid. That He'll appreciate is, that when he gets older. That is one option. May I throw this out? Please. Your kid is four months old? Four months old. Then here's how you should approach this. Mm-hmm. He has no idea it's Halloween. We don't have to do anything this year. I have a counter argument for that. Yes. They dress him up every day and he doesn't know. What's the difference? <laughs> Good point, Kevin. Good point, Kevin. Thank you. no idea what he's wearing. He doesn't know what he's wearing. Yeah. Any day. But they don't put him in a suit, though. You know what I mean? Well, it depends. Is it a formal event? <laughs> he would, I mean, if he had to go to a formal event, we'd probably have to put him in a suit. I, I mean, that is a good point, Kevin, in the idea that we would keep him naked at all times then, Bean. I mean, what would it matter if he's dressed as a hedgehog, say? Because you put him in something that's comfortable. You don't put him in something yeah, that's make it comfortable. ridiculous. This yeah. is my, the same argument I have against dressing up dogs who also don't know why they're being asked to dress right, up. Right, but because... you don't dress up dogs every day like but you do a kid. Right, right. but you shouldn't, dre- you shouldn't dress them up in ridiculous costumes on holidays. With, with the dog thing. I agree. And right. the baby thing, too. Same no, thing. The baby, the baby thing, thing, is thing is cute. And it's, also... The dog thing is cute. Some people say, too, but they're wrong. Dogs don't want to wear outfits. Neither do kids. Well, number one, the industry in both kids and pets' Halloween costumes is outstanding. Yeah. It's insane. Insane. Yeah. So, I, I number one, you're in the minority. Two... I don't see what the worst case scenario would be unless I did do a costume that's like, you know, if I dress him as like baby Hitler, clearly the problem, although there's a lot of problems with that, although very cool, uh, <laughs> would be a bit of an issue. But I, I, we're playing around with the idea of just like, you know, Woody from Toy Story or, you know, okay. a, a little baby spider or something like they're all. I don't cute. love that one. Well, him on, on Kevin's neck. <laughs> we, we ring Kevin's doorbell and run away, just leaving him on the doorstep. Kevin's like, that's the biggest spider I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, is there is there a line not to cross other than t- distasteful? But I mean, like, is it bad to dress my kid up for Halloween? Oh, I don't think so at all. Okay. No, you I dress him in something cute. every day and he has no idea what it is. He'll have no idea what this is. Bean, do you, do you feel the same way about first birthdays? Yes, I do. But I also understand that it's a it's a photo opportunity for the parents. It has nothing to do with the kid. I feel like the first birthday is for the parents to say, we, we're alive. He's alive. He's we, alive we and survive. we're alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's half for the parents. Yeah. Now, you won't take your kid out trick-or-treating, right? No, no. Okay. No, well, I mean, see, that I would say is stupid because they can't eat the candy. All you're oh, doing. Oh, that's stupid. Okay. All, all you're doing is going out and getting the candy for yourself. And we all know how I feel about over 14. Sure. Can candy. I take him out trick or treating? Boom. Is, is that so you get candy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So you'd have to be involved Sweet. in the costume choices. Yeah. Then. No problem. Oh, you said you had three. Okay. There's Marv Albert. Sure. Okay. We know that one. Okay. I've also thought about just fully covering him in hair. 
So from head to toe. He's like little wolf man, maybe? Yes. Like, remember those Maury Povich guests? Yes. So that's the character. Like, wolf boys. Yes. Okay, I know that might be offensive to some people because it's an actual disorder, but also, have you seen my baby's hair? Yeah, you wouldn't even have to change anything. Yeah. I, I also, no. I think I could just go out and be like, I'm his dad, and people would know. People would be like, we know. Yeah, I Dude, also have the disorder. We get it. I have eyes. Okay, lastly, yeah. and I've thought this one out a lot, beer mug. What? Okay. Now here's the re I would put a K little K Rock hat on him. Okay. okay. A little sort of like flannel hoodie or you know T shirt, and then a graphic tee. Okay. And then just like head headphones. <laughs> Is that? It's very easy. It's very easy. I don't know. And if food all around him. Oh, yes. he's happy. He's burrito. No, yeah. he's gonna eat like orange chicken at eight a.m. that morning. <laughs> yeah. Put but the like, kid in flip flops. Yeah, flip flops, right? But then like a pair of shoes on the side in case Kevin complains. <laughs> like I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out piece by piece. And then every once in a while, I'm gonna have him do a traffic report. Sure, Just, I like it. Uh, like, and, and then every, you can send him to a bar. Right, and then mm-hmm. he, so he can do cheers. This seems like the costume. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He's got to be beer mug. I think we figured it out. That's yeah. the answer. Congratulations, Adler. You are beer mug. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. I am not dying, by the way. I'm just uh, leaving the show. Sure. Uh, nope, I'm fine. Uh, I'm just leaving the show, but we are getting together. Leaving for one... the show is code. The show last... is life on earth. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. One last blowout breakfast with, and we couldn't be happier about uh, having one of the biggest bands in the world in a tiny little place called the HD Radio Sound Space. Sound Space. We're talking about breakfast with Green Day. We want you to be there this time with Green Day fan songs. Green Day fan songs. Green Day fan songs. Green Day fan songs is on Beans Dying. Green Day fan songs. Green Day fan songs. Green Day fan songs is on R.I.B. Beans. Green Day fan songs. Green Day fan songs. Green Day fan songs is on. Who gets penis slapped? Okay, again with that. Um, so it can be an original, it can be a cover, it can be a parody, it can be a rap, it can be a rock, whatever you want to be. We just want to know why you want to be at the Breakfast with Green Day. Who's our first contestant, please? All right, Cody in Garden Grove. Good morning. Hi, good morning, guys. How are you doing? We are good. All right, Cody, what are you going to be performing for us here? Uh, let's see. I'm going to be doing a little bit of a parody of a, or to the tune of Holiday. Hmm. All right. Let's find out how much you want to be at Green Day with us on the 28th. Good luck. All right. Thank you very much. Here I go. <clears throat> Oh, my God, yes. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Stupid. Yes. Gentlemen. That's one of the best things ever. All right, so far you are the champion. Please hold on. Thank you. We should give him something even if he doesn't win the ticket. So far he's in the lead. Wow. That was good. Jets, did you get that? Uh, no, I, I don't know the reference. Oh, oh it was Rob Delaney uh, doing Wheel in the Sky. I don't know if I've ever, I don't know it's, it. He's just in his car and he's doing it. And then we, we took it and we used it as a sound drop. But, oh, I have a clip of that. Oh. And then Wheel we... in the sky keeps on turning. <laughs> and, and he had a clip. Cody had the clip. That's pretty good, yeah. Cody. <laughs> he's throwing back to it. All right. That's I insanity. Don't that's, I don't know how much that says about his love for Green Day. It's but still in the lead it. for now. Yeah. It is for now. All right, Oscar in Palmdale. Good morning. Good morning, guys. All right, Oscar, what are you going to do for us here? I have a parody uh, of the Longview song. You ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Sure. Here you go. I listen to Kevin and Bean, but they're so dumb. Twiddle my peen just for a bit. I'm sick of all the same old bits, and I want to say bye to Bean. 
I bite my lip and clench my butt. Take me to breakfast with Green Day. Bean, 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 touch my peen, and okay. I want to win. All right. Okay. All right. I appreciate the well, effort that went into it. I, Oscar uh, clearly is not aware of RIPB. I, I am Team Oscar, though, just so you know. I think we got we to gotta let uh, some actually Green Day songs in. I think I'm Team Oscar at this point, too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh. You just hung, I just up, hung on up on him. Oh, Why would no. you do that? Listen, no. mistakes happen, you well, guys. If he, if he wins, we'll keep him in the mix. So shut up. Uh, Leonardo, Long Beach, hi. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good, Good morning. Good morning. I'm a parody of my second favorite podcast, The B Team. My oh. first being yours, gentlemen. And okay. Ali. All right, we are yes. excited right, by that. Here we go. I- I'm tingling. Let's Please go. let me come along with the Kevin and Bean team. I want to bid farewell to my boy Bean. I'm going to miss him. Long time, him. Oh, please, please. Oh, please, please. Please take me. I also want to party with Ali McShade, baby. Okay. All right. Greedy fan songs. Um, I appreciate the references and the effort. I'm sorry. I think I think Oscar's still in the lead. Yeah, though. Oscar, Oscar right, huh? sorry to say. Yeah, we'll get him back. Yeah. Um, we'll get him back. Yeah, Cody, by the way, can hang up because he's not going to win. Oh yeah, go. oh Cody. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to give him something because he made us all laugh like okay. that. Okay, that was all fantastic. Right. Okay, we don't right, have so, anything, but I so, want to give him some. So Oscar is the man to beat. Who's our next contestant? Uh, next up is Kelsey in Long Beach. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Kelsey. Breakfast with Green Day, uh, HD Radio Sound Space on the 28th. We would like you to be there. What are you going to be performing for us? I'm going to do a really bad fan rap right now. Ooh, All right. Okay. Love it. All right. <clears throat> Green Day and breakfast, you got it all. Me and my sister, we'll have a ball. Been listening to K-Rock all week because Jilly, Billy Joe makes my heart weak. We've listened to that since our emo days. So please pick me so I can wake her and say that we won the tickets today. Hmm. I mean, you're right; it was terrible. But I love <laughs> <Green> that. <laughs> I, I so am impressed with your passion for the band. I, it's a shame you're not going to be there. <laughs> oh my God, you're such a dick. No, I just feel terrible. He's getting more mean by the day. She really is. Kelsey is exactly the kind of person we want at the Breakfast with Green Day. She would have a great time. She'd probably have some great questions for the band. But she's no Oscar. She also loves yeah. Fruity Pebbles in a major way. Do you know what I mean? Nope. No. Okay. Just file it. <laughs> just file it. And we need to kill Jensen. I have no idea what just happened there. <laughs> we need to kill you know, well. Listen, some people get it. They'll love it. Your <laughs> mug was one of them. Uh, Kevin in Huntington Beach. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We are good. Thank you. Well, my name is also Kevin Beans, actually. So I feel like I should go just based on that alone. Nope. However, Poor dude. But go ahead. I, I wrote something up for you. Okay. That's my star was a pain. Not me, friend. Even though that Kevin thinks that I'm gonna die. But I've spent so many nights trying to stay out of fine pain. Cause I know damn well I don't want to get eaten by that big ass man. But now I'm lost. Okay. Not navy blue. Uh-huh. I'm still not lost in a line of being who's still in love with you. I hope someone's alarm's going off right now. I got to tell you, I love it. All right. All right. I love it. I love it. It's all right. All right. Very Kevin. He had put everything on mute. Yeah. You have time for one more? I mean, maybe. Let's do one more. Can we make it Can make it Jacob Monrovia? Yes. Jacob, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? 
We've had a, a mixed bag in this competition. <laughs> have so we been? Because I don't really think it's have. mixed. I, I don't it's think it's mixed. Mixed. straightforward. <laughs> also, Jacob, you have to be the guy we hung up on. So good luck. <laughs> All right. I got a parody of uh, American Idiot for you guys. Okay. Right. Fantastic. All right. I'm calling so I can win breakfast with Green Day. They've been my favorite band since the sixth grade. And if I could see them before being last day, 12-year-old me would think that's crazy. The first song I learned on guitar was Green Day's American Idiot. I played it off-key and off-time. But as I learned, I grew bolder. Got better as I got older. So let me thank them, please. Oh, I mean, honestly, I, I thought he had it one before the Duka Chuka Chuka part. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I believe we have a winner. I think we have a winner. Congratulations, Jacob. You are going to have a chance to say thank you to Green Day and be at Kevin and Bean's last breakfast in the HD Radio Sound Space. Way to go, my friend. We'll see you then, okay? <laughs> the Green Day fan songs is on. Who gets penis slapped? It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Friday morning. Allie is here. Well, push it, man. Yeah. Time we for were, what's we happening. We giving it a, a just a, a yeah, go yeah. But Dude, now it's, it's Friday forever. And by the way, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. When, when I'm gone, uh-huh. uh, Jensen's going to pick up the mantle, man. You're not going to wait for Friday. Yeah. He's going to try. As you know, try, I'm a true supporter. So, uh, Oh, no. Oh, now He's you're already cutting out. Your mic. Wow, that's, oh, that's weirdly timed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, did uh, Kevin, did you notice you were tagged in the winner of yesterday's karaoke? No. Yeah, he tagged you on Instagram. Um, because he said thank you to Jensen and I, who both rightfully said Richard should move on. And then basically an F you, Kevin. <laughs> and he had the audio playing of you going, I don't know, I think I'm still Alexander. <laughs> I laughed. That's very yeah. funny. I support that. Yeah. Guy was great. Yeah. Actually, everyone yesterday was great. So it, was good. Ridiculous. it was shocking. Yeah. Well, now you're jinxing our contestants who are calling in now for this game. Oh, I might be. Yeah. Um, Wow, Lady Gaga. What happened last night? We've all been there. (laughs) Not all of us, but... Could you totally relate? Of course. I mean, every time this happens to somebody, you know, Dave Grohl or whoever, you know how much it hurts. So she's doing her latest show in Las Vegas, her Enigma show, um, where she invited a fan named Jack up on the stage to dance with her. She jumped into his arms. He lost balance and the pair tumbled off the stage. It kind of depends which angle of the video you're looking at. Like one angle, you're like... Oh, they're just gone. Like, all of a sudden, they're just gone from the stage. Another angle that Jensen showed me, you literally see, like, her wig fly up. Yeah, it looks like a wrestling move. It's... It's insane. Like if she went through a table, you'd be like, "Oh, they're gonna. She's not gonna be champion anymore." Yeah, insane. <laughs> and and also, what is she doing at her concert? I. It was an odd choice it's to very jump into his arms like that. It looks like a two live crew show. Like she's like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. She's like in. She's wrapped around him with her legs, and yeah. they're they're basically gyrating on each other. 
Very weird. Just feeling the music. Yeah. She loves her fans. Yeah. I, I They're think her I, little monsters. I think I need to go to a Lady Gaga show is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, she was helped up by security guards um, back on her feet immediately, reassuring the audience. She said, everything's okay. The only thing that's not okay is we need some stairs for the damn stage so I can get back up. <laughs> she then went on to console Jack with a hug and said, could you promise me something? Could you forgive yourself right now for what just happened? Which is lovely because you know that guy was like, oh, my God, I almost killed Gaga. She then went on to also say, hey, Internet, don't be mean to this guy. Mm -hmm. It was an accident. Everything is going to be fine. Went on, launched into Million Reasons. And she did this one. Lady Gaga! That's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Muggs, for making that. My uh, pleasure. Yeah, it's uh, good stuff. She said, it's amazing. We love each other so much. We fell off the damn stage. We fell into each other's arms. We're like Jack and Rose from Titanic. And this is somebody ah! she never met before. No, right? no, okay. just, a, just a fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, I kind of enjoy it, you guys. Okay, you were born Stephanie Jeremiah. How did, why did you change your How did you come up with Lady Gaga? Still got it. Mm-hmm. Still got it, Still you guys. Um, we now have a Riddler, you guys. All right. Yeah. Yesterday, we found out that Jonah Hill had passed on Riddler, maybe Jonah Penguin. Hill passed on? Oh, no, no, he no. just passed on the role. No, very he just so said no young. to the role. He just said to no the to the role. He was, yeah. he was fine the day before. No, no, he's yeah. still talented. All good still very much alive. That's very sad. Yeah. All good. Um, new Riddler, Paul Dano. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Book Good of Dano from that show? Yes. Great Book actor. Dano. Yeah. Good reference. He's, he's a little older, but he'll be fine. All right. uh, I think he's the best working young actor. He's yeah. terrific. Paul Dano, yeah. He's real good. You think he's better than your uh, boy crush? My boy crush is Timothy Chalamet, uh-huh. but I picked Dano over okay. acting-wise. Wow. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah, he's uh, been on quite a role lately. Uh, recently nominated for an Emmy for his uh, role in Escape at Danamora. Prisoners, 12 Years a Slave, There Will Be Blood, Little Miss Sunshine. I mean, this dude. He's awesome. He's a powerhouse. Real, real deal. Yeah. And creepy. Creepy as he hell. He could be really creepy. Yes. So, yeah. We will see, you guys. Coming up, I'm going to tell you all about how your um, Halloween decorations are killing wildlife. Oh. And it's shame on you. Or is it Darwinism? <laughs> we'll talk about that as well as a job that I cannot believe mugs was not offered mm. because it has to do with Snoop Dogg and it has to do with rolling. Yeah! Oh, alright. You know what I'm saying. I think we're putting the pieces together, sure. Yeah. Some birthdays Those for are two you. pretty clear pieces. Are they? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 50% each. Lindsay Vaughn, Zach Efron, Jean-Flaude, Jean-Flaude? What? <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme and Johnny Chicago, you here? Yeah, how you guys doing over here? Uh, you know right. his birthday's today? Oh, I do, I do, I, yeah, I do. What? <laughs> this is going well. This is a good Yeah, day. it's uh, the great Mike Ditka's birthday, and that reminds me Uh-oh. of the oh, question no. Oh, no. I was once asked over there at uh, Ditka's Sports Bar in by my great city of Chicago. By no, Randy's huh? sister? No, no, by Bill Squirsky. <laughs> okay. Bill Squirsky. And okay. that question was, who would win in a fight, uh-huh. Ditka or God? Uh-huh. It's a trick question. Ditka is God. Go oh. Bears. So happy he did that. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what's happening. 
It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. We were talking about something yesterday, Allie. Mm-hmm. Tell us your thoughts when you were young of what you thought it would be like as an adult. Yeah, I saw this Reddit thread and thought it was one of the funniest things I had seen. Because as a kid, you think being an adult is going to be, oh, I can eat ice cream all day, every day, and especially for dinner. And then when you're an adult, unless you're Kevin, mm-hmm. you don't really eat <laughs> ice cream for dinner all that much. Again, unless you're Kevin. You can. And the list of things... So funny. Uh, first up, encountering quicksand. As a kid, you see that in all the cartoons. You see it in movies. Maybe you think, oh, at some point I'm going to see some quicksand. I'm screwed, <laughs> right? Uh, another guy said, um, a formal entertaining, dinner parties, hosting fancy yeah. holiday dinners. I thought, oh, well, that's what adults do. I'm going to have to do that. How often are you hosting fancy dinner parties? Not much. No. Almost never. My parents used to go to like a fancy New Year's Eve every year at the Abs- same my house. My parents would have it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't happen. Isn't that crazy? Um, I did enjoy this one as well. Having to do CPR or the Heimlich maneuver. I learned it in middle school and was convinced that people were just choking and having heart attacks all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> which is uh, pretty interesting. I do think when you're a little kid... There, there's a part of you that cannot wait to grow up mm-hmm. because you think all I'm going to do is sit around and eat junk food and watch TV yeah. and just do all the stuff my parents don't allow me to do now. Yes. And then that came true. Uh, it did come true for me. Yeah, that's oh, true. oh, right. It did come true for me. But this one was my absolute favorite. When I was a kid, I thought that when I grew up, women would always be hounding me to go to the opera. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of us thought when we were kids that we were going to grow up and there was going to be lots of sexy time. I think we we expected that. was Oh, when I'm an adult man and I can do it whatever I want. Well, when you're at a certain age, you know, okay. you're 12 or 13. Didn't or pay off for being. Didn't pay off for me at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, I bet that is one of the things that you think is, oh, man, can you imagine when I grow up and get married, then we can do it whenever. I actually just posted on Twitter this week that when I was a kid, had I thought that I would be napping or looking at the clock at 6 p.m. and thinking, I could go to bed now. (laughs) I would never have thought that as a kid because as a kid, you're just like, I can stay up as late as I want when I'm an adult. I'm going to be up so late all the time. I cannot wait to go to bed. Uh, Mine is pretty, I guess as a kid, I was sure I'd use cursive more. That is on this list. Wow. Because because they teach it to you so adamantly in in elementary school they're like you gotta learn it because that's what business is yep. and it mm-hmm. ties into so many other ones like that like i we all thought we'd be writing checks forever right yeah yep like True. those things that are so archaic and yet in school they thought we'd be using them forever i assumed um that once you turn 30 mm-hmm. that's when everything starts going south you start losing <laughs> your eyesight your hearing like everything <laughs> and i didn't think it through like so that happens for 70 years <laughs> 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 but that's because, because when you're when you're young enough, thirty seems yes. super old. It's just like oh, at that point, it's yeah. all downhill from yeah. there. When I was a kid, they had that show Thirty Something, and I thought it was just about old people. I was like, oh, that show about olds. Sure, like, thirty. <laughs> I turned forty uh. in like a month. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. If you have some of these examples, you thought being an adult would be one thing, and of course, it's not that. Let's uh, let's take Dan and Pico Rivera before the break. Again, the number toll-free. Of course it's toll-free. All numbers are toll-free. 1-800-520-1067. That's something. I thought I'd be paying for calls more. Yes. Dan, what did you think adulthood was going to be like when you were a kid? Um, when I was a kid, I saw a lot of TV shows where people got hit in the head, and they got amnesia right away. Oh, sure. sure. Convinced. 
that as a kid, like, you get your head hit, and bam, you lose your memories everywhere, every time. <laughs> Happens all the time, Dan. All the time. It's like when Gilligan gets hit with a coconut, then he's smart, and then at the end gets hit with a coconut, and he's dumb again. So hit him again. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to hit him twice. Yeah. Dan, that's a great one. Thank you so much for listening. We'll take your calls next on the Kevin B. Joint K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Dear Kevin and Bean from the 323 texting in, when I was a kid, I thought I would be nothing like my parents. Now I find myself repeating the exact same things they told me as a kid to my children. That's uh, that's pretty much a universal, right? Yeah. yeah that my parents don't get it, man. They don't know, man. I'm going to be so different. All right. You thought, uh, you thought adulthood would be one thing when you were a kid. It turned out you were just a kid and you had no idea what you were talking about. Diamond LaPuente, you're up next. Line six. Good morning. Hey, guys. Rest I- in peace, Bean. Yeah, right? Yes. Death is terrible. (laughs) What do you have for us? When I was a kid, I thought that, man, when I become a grown-up, I really need to stock up on Tupperware. (laughs) Wait, what? Tupperware? People used to have, like, Tupperware parties. Oh, yeah, they still do. But you thought when you grew up you would need to buy a lot of it? Yeah, because my mom was always losing her. She'd be like, where's the damn Tupperware? So it's like, man, when I get grown up, I need to get Tupperware. I'd be losing it all the time. And by the way, you weren't wrong. When you grow up, you do need your own Tupperware. Tupperware is pretty great. I actually do, yes. Yes, Yes, pretty great. All right, Diamond, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Let's go to Lisa Line 4. She's in Riverside up next on K-Rock. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hey. So when I... Hi. <laughs> when I was um, young, I always worried about, like, what kind of music am I going to listen to when I get older? Like, at what age do I stop listening to K-Rock and, like, switch to, like, k 101 or something weird like that? But I'm 47. I still listen to K-Rock. I still go to whatever shows I can, punk alternatives. So. So, so your parents sort of grew out of rock somehow and you thought you were going to have to do that? I just it seemed like like all grown ups did like I don't know the house I grew up in it was like classic rock and country but I just figured like you know when you got in cars with like thirty something they weren't listening to alternative they were listening to like weird like you know KRS one hundred and one that kind of stuff like adult <laughs> adult contemporary music that stuff yeah. no you're absolutely so. right Lisa in fact most adults especially when they get busy with their careers and with their kids they they do hit a point where they start only listening to older music that they grew up with and they don't care about the new yeah. stuff anymore but I mean somebody yeah. like you who stays current I think you're I think you're in the minority I think most people did grow up and turn into the person you were afraid of. Yeah, so I, I'm glad I didn't. I love you guys. Thank I you. listen every morning. I have since like 1986. And being I'm going to miss you. I Thank love you, you so much. Oh, Thank you so much. I'm not done. Okay. Let's go to uh, Brittany, line one. She's in Huntington Beach. Again, we're talking about you were a kid and you thought this is what adulthood was going to be like. And boy, were you wrong. Hey, Brittany. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Bean. Hey. Um, I thought that when I was going to be a grown up, I was going to have an endless flow of money. <laughs> and, and how wow. did that work out for you? Wow. <laughs> and I thought, when I have my own money, I'm not going to ask anybody for any money when I wanted to buy something. I was going to buy whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, because, I mean, it seems yeah. like when you're a kid... Your parents have all the money in the world, it seems like, to you, because they're the ones you have to go to every time something gets bought. Every time you want something, they have to buy it for you. So you just feel like they've got an endless supply, so you will, too. I get that. Right. I thought every adult was my own personal bank account. So my grandparents, <laughs> wow, my aunts, sure. my uncles, my parents. And how'd that work out so, for you? Is it, yeah, is it working out? Uh no. Okay. Oh, good. Yep. Point taken. Okay. <laughs> Darn it. I was hoping for a happy ending. Thank you, Brittany. Appreciate the call. Let's go to Michael Boyle Heights, line three, up next on K Rock. 
Hey, Michael. Hey, party people. Good morning. Long-time listener, long-time caller. R.I.P. Bean. Yeah. R.I.P. Bean. Conspiracy's with us forever, though. <laughs> um, I thought that I would be set in my 30s. I thought that I'd have a, a good car, uh, my own house, a career. Um, oh, so life pretty I'm, much would all be decided in every way when you're 30. I Actually, I thought that I would have that by the time I was, like, in my mid-20s. Yeah. But I, I think that's I'm real in my common. 30s and... I'm sorry. I, I think you're. I think that's a very common belief. When you're, you know, when you're <laughs> 18, 20 years old, you think, okay, now my life begins. I'm out of school, and I'm going to have it all together in a few years. I mean, nobody expects how long it takes to get it all together. Oh yeah, I'm I'm 30 now, and I just got maybe a career, and I'm just getting my own places. Yep, um, makes sense. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. All right, let's go to Eric in Riverside. This may be the saddest one on the board, you guys. The saddest thing that you think as a kid, and boy, <laughs> is it a rude awakening when you grow up. Hey, Eric. Hey, how's it going? Good, thank you. What's up? Uh, man, it's sleep. You always thought as a kid you're going to get to sleep in as long as you want or just always sleep, and oh. you don't. Amen. I mean, you, you're talking to the worst people for this one, right? Amen. Uh, exactly. You, when I get when I get the chance, man. When I'm old enough, that's all I'm going to do is sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just I'll go to bed when I want and just sleep as long as I want. And nope, you have trouble falling asleep when you get old, and everything hurts. Yeah, you got to pee sixty four times during the night. <laughs> there everything you go. Is, everything is ruined. <laughs> oh my god, I hate this segment. Right? It's really Seems sad. A little so depressing. sad. Mm-hmm. Nothing paid off. No. Let's, let's go to Matt in Redlands. Good morning, Matt. Hey how, you, hey, how you doing, everybody? We are good. Thank you. Hey, so I thought spontaneous combustion was something to be afraid of. That people were just burst had, into flames? Well, they taught us that whole stop, drop, and roll thing about everything, so we thought we had to use it. Yeah. Right. I yeah. haven't used stop, drop, and roll at all. I haven't and once. I haven't even seen someone do it. <laughs> that is a letdown. You know what? I'm going to set someone on fire today. Excellent. Let's test it out. (laughs) The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Allie, do you mind if I read a uh, quick email ahead of this, uh, what's happening? Please. Dear Kevin and Bean, I just wanted to send an extra thank you to you and the morning crew for the That's My Jam playlist. It is my favorite segment of the week, and I usually listen to the playlist all weekend long. I just attended the Austin City Limits Music Festival. There were at least seven artists there that I would have never known about if it weren't for this playlist and for everybody's picks. It made the weekend so much more enjoyable running from stage to stage and seeing incredibly talented artists that I might have otherwise skipped, like Sigrid, Brittany Howard, Mr. Wives, Oliver Tree, Tree, uh, K-Flay. I can't imagine missing out on any of their performances, which I would have done without the playlist. Keep doing what you're doing, and thanks for helping me have the best weekend in Austin. How sweet is that from Jessica in Minneapolis? And then she goes on to say, but... No, because they all do. No, 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 no. not at all. She's just saying wow. that the whole the whole idea of the That's My Jam playlist is that we pick songs that we like that aren't necessarily songs we play on K Rock. Mm-hmm. Has kind of turned Jessica onto some new music, and she seems like uh, seems grateful for it. And I am just so happy someone was able to enjoy it to that extent. Let's ruin Excellent. it. Let's ruin it today. Let's pick bad songs. <laughs> oh, also, she missed Orville Peck if she was at ACL. Well, she may have seen him too. Maybe she didn't list everybody. I'm but. just saying, everybody looked that dude up. Remember that guy? And he wears sure the do. mask and the fringe and i was like he's gonna be huge and everyone's like is that chris isaac singing with a weird mask (laughs) he was great i know orville redenbacher okay good one thanks mugs so yeah this is the time of the week where we talk about our that's my jam playlist you can go to at kevin and bean on any of our social media and we are going to link you to the playlist just click follow and you're gonna have 
all new music in your ear every single week from every single member of the Kevin and Bean Show. Could be something brand new, could be something you come across and you think, oh my God, remember that? That's my jam. Hence the name of our playlist. Oh, that's why we... That's oh, why, Kevin. Oh, I see. Kevin, what country were you in shazamming in the middle of a club to find out yeah. this song? What hookah bar had this <laughs> as a theme? Uh, this is not that song. That okay. song, was, okay. I was in Barcelona and the club was called Opium. Right. Loved it. This okay. is a different one. Okay. Um, do you guys know Migrant Motel? I don't think no. so. Uh-uh. I didn't either. They're an uh, alternative rock band. They play a lot in Boston, but they're based here in Southern California. There's only two members, which is always fascinating to me that only two people can make all that music. Uh, one of them is Dave Stewart. He was born in Peru, raised in the U.S., and then the other guy, Chava, from Mexico. How much info do we need? That's it. <laughs> oh. I'm allowed to introduce wow. a band that no one's okay. ever seen. Okay. Are they still together? I can't wait for R.I.P.B. Those <laughs> bands still together? They or are. Did they yes. just recently break up. They're like still together. Last week's last band. Last week, my band right. had broken up. Right. Right. I just <laughs> discovered them, and they had broken up. Uh, and the song is called "Different Kind of Leather." She wears a different kind of leather, a kind of skin I've never seen before, like nothing. That that was worth the filibuster, man. That was Thank great. You. It wasn't a filibuster. It was a really good song. Migrant Motel. I mean, you I, know, uh, I missed the Dave, last half hour of your introduction, but yeah. I really enjoyed the song. Do you know Dave Stewart's birthday or the other <laughs> member, Chavez? How did they meet, by the way? Do you, do you know? Did you have that information for Social us? Social security numbers? I feel like you're all being dicks, and Kevin had <laughs> Thank a you, great Allie. song. He and I, I asked that you introduce... Which you all do as well. Yes, Mm -hmm. I think you did a great job, Kevin. Suck it, Bean! I mean, a little less next time, (laughs) if you can. Um, Okay, I got it. Uh Bean, you're up next. Uh, My band is a band that I was completely... Wow, how long are you going to talk about this? (laughs) Completely unfamiliar with, although they've been together in one form or another for 30 years. I went to their Wikipedia page and found out they have 12 ex-members in this group, by the way. So they've had some ups and downs. Uh, The band is called The Wild Hearts. They're out of Britain. and This is their second release of 2019, so they're in a hot streak right now. Uh, I love this song so much. Ali, I think you will too. It's very Ramones-ish. Very very, um, um, Jesus and Mary Chain-ish. So here is The Wild Hearts. This song is called That's My Girl. Words. That is, uh, that's my K Rock right there, by the way. That's the K Rock I grew up listening to. <laughs> I like it. All right, Jensen. Uh, greatest rapper alive. I've picked him before, Pusha T. He's the man. Uh, he truly is making the best music in hip hop. And this week he did the unthinkable. He worked with the people from HBO's Secession, uh, pretty much the hottest new show, I would say, on cable. Yeah, probably, at least yeah. pop culturally, water cooler style. Mm-hmm. He uh, worked with. 
Nicholas Bertel, who is the composer from the show, and the theme song has become this sort of like iconic HBO, very slow uh, theme, and he rapped over it. And they said that they only wanted him to do it. They were like, if he didn't do it, we weren't going to pick another rapper. This guy represents the show and all the things he talks about. Uh, And so this is Pusha T remixing uh, the Secession theme song called Puppets. We are not the same. Walking a tight rope in a lifeboat. Nope. It's a free fall when I leave y'all. Whoa. If you love me, please don't judge me. Got my hands tied. The power's above me. My bloodline was not chosen. Ooh. This bank account is not frozen. This thing of ours is not broken. What's understood is not spoken. All right. Yeah, I hope this becomes a new trend where rappers take theme songs and just remix them like Busta Rhymes does Young Sheldon or something. (laughs) But this one is great. Pusha T for Secession. The song is called Puppets. Did you see uh, Demi's Secession remix? Yes, I did see. He was, I think he even set it up before he knew Pusha T was going to do it. He said, not trying to start a feud or anything. Um, It's It's amazing. Go to Electra Lemon on Twitter and look at his remix. It's Oh, brilliant. (laughs) All right. My choice this week is very different from last week's, which, by the way, I got the most emails, DMs. Uh, Jensen's mother texted him and said, oh, who was that band that Allie just talked about? Because they had a real Otis Redding, Wilson Pickett vibe. Yeah. But they're a bunch of white dudes from Australia. The Teskey Brothers, they were amazing. This is a very different sound. It's a West London four-piece. Um, I read an article that said they sound like they should be the love child of Wolf Alice and Sundara Karma, which are two of my past picks. Mm-hmm. So this tracks. It tracks that I would like this band. The band is called Blocks, and the song is Sea Blue. Say I'm doing fine, but I find pieces of you everywhere. down to your They're great. All different picks this week. This is a good playlist, you guys. It Mm -hmm. really is. You can just go to at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We are going to link you right there to our That's My Jam playlist. Just click follow. You're going to have about six hours of new music, which is just a delight. It's Kevin and Bean. K-U-Rock. Let's give away some b-ball tickets. We're talking about the two local professional basketball teams whose names we cannot say mm-hmm. in a K-Rock suite at Staples Center on October the 22nd. This is opening night, by the way, for the league, right? Yeah, these tickets are like $1,000 each Correct. or something. And yeah. this is in a suite with members of the Kevin and Bean Show. And the game is called, I think this is very appropriate with the teams playing, Battle of L.A. The Battle Thank you. Thank you, Omar. Oh. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, I see that. 
It's a battle. I think they're just playing basketball. Unbelievable. I don't think there's any. We're sending people to this? We're going to this? Okay. I did not read the full ad. All right, all right. Just basketball, Omar. Introduce the game. It's fun. Can I? This is. This is fun. Well, that was a three-pointer. <laughs> oh. oh Jensen, uh, yeah. Jensen's are on the line. How do we Which play? Which one's LeBron? This is crazy. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, should we keep going or? What? How long does this go? Uh, this is insane. This is insane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, no, the game's okay. in overtime, you guys. Oh, Already. Unbelievable. All right. I knew Anthony Davis was going to change the team. Okay. It's... Okay, hold up. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is... <laughs> this is quite a battle for LA. Okay. Uh, no, we're not... not okay. Oh. We're out of time, Oh, it seems like they're slowing down. Oh! Oh, that... Unbelievable. What? Wow. Oh. Hang on. There's a foul called now. We got to get back out there. <laughs> Okay, how well do you know your Kevin and Bean crew? I asked Kevin, Bean, and Allie to pick between two of L.A.'s finest things, right? Two things that are just, like, ingrained in the city. Right. And you guys have to decide which one won out from those things within our team. So okay. you're, you're guessing what two of us guessed, Or basically. three, yeah. Or whatever three, whatever yes. the majority picked out of these two things from L.A., you tell me, you guess it. If you get it right, you get into the drawing. Okay, I think I see. All right, who's our first contestant, please? Uh, Louie in San Gabriel. Hi. Hi, how's it going? Good. All right. I'm just Louis. glad you didn't hit uh, get hit with any shrapnel there right. while you were waiting to go on the air. You never know. You never know. There could be aftershocks. <laughs> okay, here we go. So I'm going to tell you two things. You pick which one the, the team picked. All right, you ready? Ready. Pinks or Dodger Dogs? I'm going to have to go with Dodger Dogs. Pinks. Whoa. Oh, pinks. Who said pinks amongst us? Not me. Not well, me either. It seems like people are lying. <laughs> it does yeah. seem, I mean, I definitely said pinks, but if you... Oh, Bean ruined it. Someone else, oh. did, someone else did too. Oh. Yeah, oh. one of you had to have said pinks or it wouldn't have been the majority. I don't... All right, listen, we got to go with it. <sighs> two to one. Two to one. I am disgusted. All right. By your next. own, pinks has way no, more pinks options. Is, pinks is wonderful, but a Dodger dog? They have way Come more on. options than Dodger dogs. I, way more options. I would have picked pinks. Just yeah. saying. Oh, no. If you could only have one, sure. Yep. Wow. Come on, man. This game deserved that intro. All right. <laughs> Let's say good morning to Stephen in Lake Forest. Hi there. Hey. Hey, Stephen. All right. So, amongst these three, Magic Mountain or Disneyland? Ooh, I'm going to go with Magic Mountain. No! Disneyland, two to one. Although they are great, both great sponsors, both great and we spo- love them both. <laughs> we do no, love both of them. By the way, they all got votes. Both yeah. of them got votes. <laughs> all right, moving on. All right, all right. for two. Greg in Woodland Hills? Greg, hi. Hi, how's it going? Good, thank you. All right, Greg, I'm going to give you a choice here. You pick which one the team selected. Beef or chicken tacos? Oh, well, let's... I'm going to go beef. It was beef! It was yes. beef. Nicely done. Oh, it's got to be beef. Battle of the Allie even changed your vote. She emailed me later. I mistakenly put chicken, and then I wrote oh. back. I'm like, I meant to put beef. I see what the problem is here, even with the first one. Yep. I, no. I was the uh, I was the outlier on this one. I was the I was the chicken. But Allie loves uh, meat. You can't argue I, with no, that. That's true. Too much beef. Yeah. All right. Um, up next is Remy in Granada Hills. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, guys. Hey, Remy. Okay, here we go. Within the team, did they pick the 101 freeway or the 405 freeway? 
So which one is better? Ooh. Which one is our favorite? Yes. That's, that's where. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with the 405 freeway. No, they picked a 101 in a 3 to 0 vote. 818 wow. for life. Oh. I mean, honestly, oh. it's it's like picking between the two worst things. It I, is. My first answer was neither, but we had I to think, pick. I think the 101 is way prettier, by the way. I agree. I think you get to, you, you even get some greenery along parts of the 101. You don't get that on the 405. Okay. That's true. Moving That's true. on. All right. Let's go to uh, Manuel in Los Angeles. Good morning. Good morning, party people. Manuel, for the tickets to see two professional L.A. teams go at it in round ball, did they select Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg? Dr. Dre. No! Snoop Dogg, two to one. No one knows us. What? What about him? <laughs> you just right to hell. Okay. All right. Um, only one person so only far in so the drawing far. for the tickets. Okay. Yeah, we are one with our audience, clearly. <laughs> All right, let's go to Robert in Westminster. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Robert. Good luck to get these basketball tickets. Venice or Santa Monica? What did the team select? The Battle of L.A. would say Venice. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Well a three to zero majority Battle of L.A. Santa Monica has more stuff. Venice has a better beach, I think. I think Venice has a pretty um, good boardwalk as well. That would be an opposite being, but I say flip it. He hasn't been here. No, I'm saying Santa Monica has more stuff to go see and do, but Venice, in terms of just the beach, I think the beach is nicer. Okay. Yeah, they have like hypodermic needles sometimes. Let's go to Mike in Westlake Village. Good morning, Mike. Don't want to just lay out. All right, still talking (laughs) out of the corner of your mouth. All right, Mike, here we go. This one is round ball themed, okay? So did the team select Kobe Bryant or LeBron James? Kobe. They did. Two to one, Kobe oh, Bryant. fantastic. Yep, that was a good one. All right, let's do one more and one then more. do the drawing to find out who's going to join us in the suite at Staples Center to see these two teams play on the 22nd. Okay. All right, let's make it uh, Denny. Good morning. Party people. Good morning. All right, Denny, this is very K-Rock themed. Did the team select these classic L.A. bands, the Red Hot Chili Peppers or Guns N' Roses? Red Hot Chili Peppers. That is right. Hey, you clearly Woo-hoo. listen to our station every three minutes. Those are winners, yeah. So Greg, Robert, Mike, and Denny all in the drawing. Unfortunately, three losers, one winner with a pair of tickets for the K-Rock Suite for the Basketball Battle of L.A. on October 22nd at Staples Center. Who's our winner going to be this time? The winner is Robert. Robert. Are, are, you, are you bummed? <laughs> you okay? Hey, you don't like Robert or something? No, I went to the wrong line. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> the guy was reacting to the... Oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> Congrats, Robert. We'll see you. We'll see you, you on Tuesday night. You want to check in on any other losers? <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for playing the game. The Battle. Battle. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, um, you guys, remember when we all went to see uh, Zombieland about uh, 10 years ago and we loved it? And then we thought, well, there'll never be a sequel because in a million years, they'll never get that cast back together again. Mm-hmm. Because seriously, they all went on to become superstars after that. Mm-hmm. 
We were all wrong because Zombieland Double Tap is in theaters today, ladies and gentlemen. And the writers and executive producers of the film, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, back on K-Rock. Hey, boys. Thank you for having us. Did you think the same thing that we, the audience, thought, which is, thank God we got a hold of Woody Harrelson and Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone and Abigail Breslin and Rosario Dawson and all the rest uh, that one time because it'll never happen again? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like remodeling a house where you think it's going to take six months, and then ten years later, you finish the <laughs> remodel. Was it rough getting them all yeah, together? How long, like, you... how long were you planning on shooting this, and you finally got everything to line up perfectly? Yeah, well, we had written a script uh, right after the first one came out. Oh, my gosh. Um, wow. And we're hoping to move forward. And then everyone got crazy busy and, and schedules, and people went off to do different things and rule the world, and, and we got busy with Deadpool. And so... Yeah. Um, ten years later, here we are. It's amazing. This is our good luck charm coming on K Rock in the morning before our movie comes out. It's our good luck charm. I mean, we'll, yeah. take, we'll, take, we'll it. take it. It's not Glad for us. We, our we'll shows are still bad, even when you come in. <laughs> <laughs> but absolutely, you guys are doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that's good. but I've I've seen in some of the press that's been going around this week. I mean, several of your cast members, including Emma, including Woody, have just said they love living in this universe. They would do a bunch more if they could. What What is it that's so special about this group of actors with this material? No idea, but Woody calls it the most fun he's ever had on a set, the first Zombieland. And so I think they, they wanted to go back to camp, so to speak. I the think. the wow. movie's just made with so much love, I think. And I feel like the audience can feel it on screen. We feel it behind the scenes, and, and everyone just loves each other. So we just want to get back together and hang out. We did a uh, we did a had a conversation last week on the greatest zombie movies of all time, and there's a site called Ranker.com that's a, a internet fueled. You can anyone can go on and cast a vote. And Zombieland, the original Zombieland, came in as the number two greatest Ooh, zombie yeah. movie of all time. That is very nice. Zombievers yeah. was one, yeah. Zombievers. 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 Uh, I wish Zombievers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Day of the Dead, I think, was number one, the original. But uh, I mean, you have definitely made your mark on a very crowded genre. And I guess the reason I bring all that up is to say, was there some thought about, wow, zombies have been everywhere since Zombieland. Do we? Is there room for us to revisit it? Yeah, well, I think we we're, we set ourselves apart a little bit because we like to come into a genre and both make fun of it and be it at the same time. Right. Like we we oh, did that with the Joe Schmo show. We did it with Deadpool. We did it with Zombieland, where we're both poking fun at what's come before us, but we're also an example of that genre. And and I think that's that's what sets us apart, and that's what allows us to to still exist in a universe where The Walking Dead's pretty much destroyed everything. And the dirty <laughs> little secret is Zombieland's really not a zombie movie. It's a, it's a family comedy and and uh and yeah they're zombies but they're they're just this family trying to get along in this extraordinary world living you know ordinary or dealing with ordinary problems just to so. be clear it's not for kids it's not no. a family movie that way <laughs> no. I don't want oh, oh it's a family movie great <laughs> I, I would say i i what 10, ten years and up uh maybe if we're trying to get yeah. more people to go absolutely <laughs> <laughs> But if you're not, I mean, it might be 17 and up, possibly. But also bring your 10-year-old is what we're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Bring a 10-year-old. How do you guys, uh, which one of you, uh, Rhett or Paul, are most, most likely to survive a zombie invasion? Rhett. Well, really? How come? Now, well, that was a quick you answer. know, the, the character of Columbus is based on me. I'm, I'm a pretty anxious, kind of shut-in kind of guy. And yeah. I, I've always felt like that would be a pretty adaptive skill in the world of zombies. I'm not going to take on a fight that I can't win. We had so a, a conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm a runaway guy. Yeah. Okay. We had a conversation about this, and Jensen wanted yeah. to tell him your plan. I just killed myself. It, it's very easy for me. I, I like that idea. It's me too. Very just... easy. I just call it a day. There's no need for me to do the chase. There's no need for How me. How do you do it? 
uh, gun. Just because oh, yeah. I'm already, I have a gun. Because they're like, oh, it's for the zombie thing, and I go, absolutely, it's for the zombie thing. <laughs> and then I walk away, and then I just shoot myself. Oh my god! Because wh- why do we want to go through all this? Mm-hmm. You we wouldn't know- make, you wouldn't make it either, anyway. No, I know <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to make it. Look, <laughs> we, we always treat the the, the apocalypse as, as like wish fulfillment, as like an, an escapist fantasy, a little you do. bit. Yeah, you zombie do. Man. Like it's hey, park wherever you want and drive whatever you want. Live in the White House. That's you know, right. Sleep in the Lincoln bedroom. <laughs> That's I've, right. I've watched a lot of makeup tutorials, so I <laughs> now know daughter. how to contour and do everything to look like a zombie. Oh, you'll blend oh, right in. So I'm going to blend right in. So suck it, all of you. I'm living large. But then you could get shot by mistake yeah. by you'll another get survivor I'm like Bill Murray. Bill yeah, Murray. That's the problem. It's not I won't get murrayed. <laughs> Which is a very upsetting thing, but a great callback. I love that you've made, yeah. made Bill a verb, though. I do love yeah, that. Yeah, right, right. right. Um, the, film is, uh, the film is out today, you guys. It is called Zombieland Double Tap with all your favorites back for another round. And new uh, people, some good, yeah, some almost cameos. They have some bigger parts, yeah, but yeah, I do yes. like the doppelgangers who show up. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's uh, pretty gross, right? I mean, this is what we're looking for at Halloween, right? It's a little bit of grossness. Part, I mean, good some... for ten-year-olds. I heard ten-year-olds okay. and down, like a <laughs> eight-year-old. I'm, I'm like... revising it to six-year-olds. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, they do pay for a children's six. ticket. Yeah. Basically, I think it's two and under get in for free, so don't bring them. <laughs> no, they no, don't. No, they don't, no, they don't no. buy the ticket. They get to sit no, on. Laps. They just take up space. Yeah, yeah so but three yeah. and up. All three and up. Yeah. Who has all to buy good. a ticket? Yeah. Right. More with our guest, Rhett Reese and Paul Wordick again. Zombieland Double Tap. Where we return on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Rhett Reese, Paul Wernick, always a thrill to have them on the Kevin and Bean Show. They are the writers and executive producers of Zombieland Double Tap, which is uh, in theaters everywhere today. By the way, um, you guys are uh, professionals in the industry. I want to ask you this. Are there any movies that you think should never have a sequel? That there should it should be one and done, and it is heresy to consider a sequel. Obviously, Zombieland, you uh, you do not think is one of those, but are there movies that or are? Or Deadpool. <laughs> As a devotee of TV, I like uh, I like stories that continue for. So I don't mind devotee. sequels at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, was, that was a lot. Right Someone there. went to yeah. Stanford. We don't know. It's fancy we don't know that's a word. So we're acting no, like it's it probably is. not. Yeah. Yes. Devotee, probably devotee. not. I think yeah. I made it up. But <laughs> but yeah, no, I like stories that keep going. And look, if The Godfather can have a sequel, any movie could right which some think is better than the original yeah yeah that is, oh, that is the everyone standard. loves three everyone loves no, number two. Oh, got yeah. it. Yeah. but guys <laughs> there's there's an awful lot of grease two out there as well you know that, sometimes okay. sometimes an... it, it is a cash grab boy okay jensen movie. looks like grease two is okay yeah, man. yeah you really let him I mean, down i also me. think ghostbusters 2 is as good as one but that, which I, is absurd which is absurd but i grease two is okay well that's a ringing endorsement <laughs> there are some movies that are actually better as a sequel than as the original. Well, The Road Warrior was better. Terminator a- a- 2. T- Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens. Empire Strikes, made- Strikes Back, some people would say, is yeah. a better movie yeah. than Star yeah. Wars. I think, yeah. I think some that's say that. I feel like those are the exceptions, though. True, though. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. True. And um, Zombieland 2, Double Tap. Yeah, yeah, oh. Also, better go see it. Maybe. I mean, that's for the... No, I just mean that's for the crowds to decide. That's for everybody to decide. Well, we're part of the crowd. All right, yeah, let me yeah. let me twist that question a little bit, boys. Again, because you are professionals, you speak for the industry here. Uh-huh. We hear a lot of people who are outraged by movies being remade that they think are off limits. Like, for instance, you mentioned The Godfather. If somebody were going to remake The Godfather, we would all think it is a horrible idea, right? 
I think I have a clue of what they're going to oh, say. Man. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. I felt like you are leading us over a cliff. Wow. No, 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 listen. No sequels, we, no remakes. Listen, what are we doing? No, we're just, just, asking, just we, asking questions. We've had a lot of conversations in this room about movies and do we need remakes, and some people are all crazy angry about it. We're like, the original isn't going away. Well, Allie is, is referencing, I think, uh, the movie that we're writing right now, yes, which is Clue, which yes. is, is a reboot of the famous mid-'80s classic, cult classic. Classic. And look, it's it's terrifying, but that's also a long time ago now. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, we, we didn't realize how many people adored the first clue until we signed on to do Obsessed. this. Like, people have come out of yeah. the woodwork. I mean, yeah. people, yeah. everybody, it's my favorite movie. Suddenly we feel We're terrified. Getting incoming calls, actors saying, we got to be in it. Yeah. It's Jensen's. Oh, is it your favorite? That and the Burbs. Yeah, those are my two favorite movies. Yeah. I'm oh, surprised that, right. Jillian oh. Bell is not outside the studio right now waiting for you guys to walk in. Really? <laughs> because she just wants to be in it. That's really? all yeah, she wants. Amazing. We're getting a lot of that. Yeah. I, I, I just didn't realize. I liked oh, it too, but I, I just didn't realize the, the absolute love. For the record, I did a live read of it at UCB and it was the only one I've ever, because I used to do them all the time, and it's the only one I've ever gotten calls from people for. Really? So Jillian called me and yeah. was like, I, you, I have to be Mrs. White. Like, it is a massive cult movie. Whoa. No good pressure. Luck, guys. Totally no good pressure. Luck. Yeah, no. no, absolutely good My luck. My throat no just closed up. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's the same with TV shows when, when they were remaking The Office. Everybody's like, you can't do that. The British version is... It's, it's perfect. There's yeah. no way. And then yeah, the, the American great. was better. Better. Yeah, people were really talking about British. Oh, I, I, I do think, I think people ro- do romanticize, though, the, the old clue. Like, uh, some of the older movies. Because mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, what? It got a... It didn't do great. Not great. No. I mean, well, look, I definitely I also... romanticized The Burbs. I think it's the greatest <laughs> movie ever made. I and love I'm it. sure people look at it and they're like, this is so dumb. But it also represents a certain time yes. in these people's lives. You're Nostalgia is right. big. Yeah. 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 But my God, you guys wrote Deadpool. Yeah. You wrote Zombieland. You're going to be fine. Well, we hope. We, 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 we're lining uh, up we some. We, 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 we're lining up some some terrific talent. I mean, mm-hmm. Jason Bateman is going to direct it. Yes. That's yeah. amazing. And star in it, and Ryan Reynolds is going to star in it. So uh, Ryan I mean, Reynolds, okay, yeah, sure. guys are, right are sort of funny. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. By the way, I am of the opinion that remake anything you want. Not every movie has to be for every person. If somebody doesn't want to go see a remake, they don't have to. But that doesn't mean there's not another a huge look. The Lion King wasn't necessary to be remade. There was nothing wrong with the original. It was easily available. Yet it made a billion dollars. Clearly, people wanted to see a new Lion King. Well, you know wasn't what I mean? it, it wasn't a new Lion King. No, it was the same exactly one, which is thing. shocking that it made yeah. so much money because everybody knew the story and how it ends and everything. Yeah, yes. Yeah, we're, right. we're just uh, remaking Clue. We're actually just writing what we're, we're transcribing. <laughs> I like the first one. Good. All That's right. the secret. Yeah. Yes. Next question for Rhett and Paul. Again, you guys are our movie experts, so we're so happy you, you guys can settle some of these arguments that we've been having. Jensen has a very controversial t- uh, uh, opinion mm-hmm. on how long a film can be yeah and this may go wrong for you guys i think well i do think it's changed so like back in the day when we used to watch movies that were two vhs tapes and we were like stoked about it that's fine i think that the way that life has changed and all of us are busier and there's more things to do no movie should be over an hour and 45 minutes i kind of agree I, I'm going to disagree. God bless you. How long is this oh, one? No, we've got a disagree and an agree. Well, I mean, how do you explain how great Endgame then was? Because it was... I think it's too long. Oh. I think I think that I you can do, I think that you can do the same thing of these movies and you can pull 20 minutes from almost everything. 
Yes. And I think that, and I think that there's an aspect of it. I'm sure there are some movies, like the fact that Scorsese's new movie is three and a half hours. No one's going to watch that in one sitting. There's humanly no, no ability to but do But I'm it. excited about every minute of it because, oh, I, of, because of the story and the I'm cast too, and the director. Yeah. I'm going to watch it in three segments, basically. But, but what, I, if, <laughs> what if we bring back the intermission? All that that's that's what we talked about. We yeah. said anything at three hours should have an intermission, period. Mm. But, I, but I guess I think it would be, in this day and age, it would be a better movie at 145. All right. Do you guys, uh, how long is this one? And do you have thoughts on we need to make sure that it comes in under whatever? Comedies, here's the thing. I think comedies sure. for sure need to be under two Absolutely. hours. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Under two hours now. Yeah. You, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm just saying. Deadpool 2 wasn't, I don't think, was it or was it? It was right about two hours. The first Zombieland was right at what eighty-seven oh, minutes. It was really it was short. strong. Super <laughs> strong. Strong. The Apatow movies tend to be long. Those are too yeah. way too long. Well, maybe they're maybe they're a little too long. Just see Joker. <laughs> I have not seen Joker. Okay. I saw it because I, I thought they it. could have taken twenty minutes out of that one. Yeah. It would have been just as good. By the way, I loved I liked my, it. I but... just saw my name is Dolomite. Loved it. Thought it was great. You cut twenty minutes. I think it's perfect. <laughs> like that's the thing is you can still like a movie. I'm just saying. Mwah. Chef's kiss if you get it to 145. Deadpool 2 was two hours and 14 minutes. Yeah, that's too long. Oh, no. Long. Way worth it. By the way, they didn't edit it. Way worth it. So that's yeah. fine to say. Too but long. I would say Avengers Endgame, you couldn't have gotten it down to 145. Probably no, not. Not even close. Probably no. not. Yeah. Too much uh, ground to cover. Yeah, too much ground to cover. Too many characters, too many plots. I'm doing two movies, get two tickets worth. I'm saying studios become even more <laughs> bullish. Like, I want you to make more money at CEO. You should be running a studio. Oh, trust me. Well, there's real. It's in my blood. There's real financial. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Oof. Jewish, Jewish joke. joke. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's real financial disincentive to make them too long too, because then you can't screen them as many times during yes. the day. So right. Yeah. You do wonder why why they're getting so long, I mean, and it's more expensive to make. I, I'm not sure. I don't. Last get it. movie question: How many trailers should be before a movie? Good I say three, and we're out. I hate trailers. I would go zero. Wow. And I love trailers. I, I would go six. Wow. So much. How do you guys work so well together? You would, have had opposing... Opposites I would go six. Yes. I would they go six do. like me. I like, I like trailers six. a lot. Six? Six yeah. is so Tra many. Okay, yeah. here's another question. If you come into a movie in the middle of the trailers, are you happy? Like, in the sense of you have to be sitting before the movie starts. Oh, yes. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would, to see the trailers. Yes. I don't know yeah. if I've ever walked into a movie that's already started. Oh, no, I will, I, I never go to a different never, movie. I can't people do are it. like, oh, the movie doesn't start for 15 minutes. Like, show up. No. Mm -mm. You gotta be I, sitting I, when I, the lights go I, I try to be sitting when the lights go up, but it doesn't always work out for me. I get there early. I like the trivia, man. That was last question. One more movie candy. We've had a lot of conversations mm. about movie candy. Best movie candy. I'm a Twizzlers, strawberry Twizzlers guy. Ooh, what are wow. those? Get, get the hell out. Disgusting. Over red vines? Guys, guys, guys. No, this is what we agree on is Twizzlers. Twizzlers too. Twizzlers. Yeah, I love Twizzlers. The Monsters. strawberry ones. Oh my god. <laughs> Monsters. This changes everything. What a, yeah. We. Don't. I was Junior Mints. <laughs> Mm. That's Which ridiculous. is pretty universal. I mean, it's Good. a movie candy. And what stuff. is that? The sweet tart uh, ropes the, with the with oh, the God with the, the nerd rope? sugar inside. The sugar in the oh. middle. Now they've got this. Uh, oh, those sweet are pretty tart good. Ropes. Oh, they're, they're so, so sweet. sweet. Those are pretty delicious. Good. Yeah. 
sweet tart so ropes and sweet. Twizzlers. I, I don't even you know them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we knew them. Uh, <laughs> well, guys, still, go see Zombieland anyway. Are we still going to recommend it? Because yeah, now yes. I'm having yes. second thoughts. We yes. can recommend the movie, but not the food. We're all all, all over the place Correct. on that. So get what you Three want. Three and over. Three yeah. years old and Three up. Three years and up, yes. That's yes. what I heard from mm-hmm. some guys. Um, <laughs> the cast is, uh, is back. Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, Abigail Breslin, Rosario Dawson, Zoe Dutch, and Luke Wilson are all back. Writer and executive producers Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick are once again bringing you Zombieland, this time Double Tap. By the way, congratulations on your great Thursday numbers, too. It looks like people are already excited about this film. Thank you. Thank you Go so see much. it this weekend. We love you guys. We're happy to be your good luck charm. You're welcome anytime. Thank, Thank you, you very much for having us. You bet. Right. Thank you. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Every, uh, every Friday about Day. this time, we do a little feature that we like to call Keep It 100. I gotta keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. I keep it 100. We invite you to text us for any K-Rock song, past or present, that you'd like to hear. We had some good choices this week, too. Number 99 was James from Westminster looking for, appropriate for the season, Ghost Town by the Specials. That would have been good. So close. Texter 101, Kent from the 917, Love Interruption by Jack White. Another great choice. Love that. But there's only one Texter 100, as you know, and this time his name is German, and he joins us from Sun Valley. Hey, German. Hey, Bean, how's it going? Very uncomfortable. Going great. What's the, <laughs> It's very tough for uh, for Jensen to pretend this isn't happening. What's the, uh, what's the backstory on your name being German? Oh, it's actually Herman in Spanish. Oh, oh, okay. So, you feel good. better, Jensen? Yeah, I'm already, Jensen. this guy's my guy now. Is it Heimer? Okay. <laughs> Is it Heimer? Um, what do you have going on this Friday and this weekend, sir? Uh, well, my son turns one year old tomorrow. Oh, congratulations. Oh, congratulations. You. Birthday. Your penis works. Yeah. Way to go. I'm not yeah, sure that's hey, the point. Man. You know, there was a doubt sometime, you know? Yes, yes. We all, <laughs> we all have that, too. All right. You have, uh, you have a vast library of decades to choose from. How did you select the Keep It 100 song for this morning, German? Well, it's Friday. My son turns one tomorrow. So, you know, it's time to jump around, man. I mean, you got it. Okay. It's a good intro. <laughs> House of Pain is still a good intro. I like it. I was it. expecting a little more, but thank you, German. I came to get down. I came to get down. So get out your seat and jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Jump up, jump up and get down. That is uh, for Herman in Sun Valley. His Keep It 100 selection today was House of Pain's Jump Around. By the way, that uh, that world's most annoying horn sound, mm-hmm. 66 times in the song. 66 times you, you hear research? that noise. He was counting. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Looking it up. Ready on um, the left, ready on the right. Sure. I didn't hear that till you pointed it yeah, out. Yeah, there too. Uh, House of Pain Jump, of, uh, Jump Around produced by DJ Muggs from mm-hmm. Cypress Hill, by the way. Ally McKay, I know you know it. I know you love it. Mm-hmm. It was a big song released in what year? Well, it also uh, used to make me laugh when everyone was like, I love this band from Boston. I'm like, really? (laughs) They went to Taft. Yeah, they are (laughs) Valley Boys. Uh, That would be 1992. Three. 
Two. <laughs> Why do you do this? Why can't you just pick a year? Definitely 92. It is definitely 92. Nice. Congratulations. Well Thanks done. to her mom. We'll do it again next Friday on Keep It 100. Keep It 100. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. It's a shame there's no... Uh, Way to recap things that happened during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. Right? It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know, I barely listen. <laughs> It'd be weird if you heard everything that we speak, so I'm here to wrap up all the bits from the week. Terry Bradshaw called in for his state show and said he ate rat brains with his little bro. I asked if I should dress my kid for Halloween and a guy called the cops just to get back his weed. Tyler Toffoli has hopes for his team and Green Day's gonna play to say goodbye to Bean. Regina Pop She's an A-lister. We talked to Mary, who's a very good sister. RJ called in with his new picks, and the black brochure seemed like a bunch of dicks. Circus Peanuts got a bad grade, and Dr. Drew's eyes feel like razor blades. If a show gets bad, stop watching it fast. If you missed that download the podcast. Very nice. Is that, any, uh, is that a new bed today, uh, Jensen? It's a, well, we've used it a couple times. I like it. It's, always, uh, it's, a, it's a kind of rare pick. It's very peppy. Mm-hmm. Guys, remember Mary on the phone? Remember what an awesome <laughs> sister she was? She's a good sister. She had sex with her little brother's teacher so that he would get a passing grade in math. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the kind of commitment to family that I respect. Right? We just like to say we approve. Yeah. You should uh, definitely check out the podcast if you missed any of that. Uh, we have it for you available at radio.com or iTunes or wherever you get yours. So thank you to all of our podcast listeners. We appreciate you. Allie, you're here for our uh, final look at what's happening? I am indeed. Would you like it? I very much so. Great. CBS is prepping a reboot of Clueless, but uh, it's got a little bit of a twist, guys. They're going to reimagine the classic 90s teen comedy as a contemporary mystery series. What? The plot is reportedly revolving around the disappearance of Cher. Cher, of course, the most popular girl in the movie, played by Alicia Silverstone. But in her absence... Her best friend, Dion, is left to fill the pro- the popularity vacuum while simultaneously trying to solve the mystery behind Cher's disappearance. That sounds like a lot to ask. A lot to ask. However, when I saw how they're kind of, um, how they're describing the show, it literally felt like one of those, hey, kids, what are we doing here? Really? Type of things. Yeah. Here's how they're describing it. Mean Girls meets Riverdale meets a Lizzo video set in high school oh, that's no. uniquely no. 2020 LA. No. <gasps> what are you doing? You're Hello. Going straight to hell. Is Hello, what you're fellow doing. kids. Like, yeah. It's just, no. Yeah, I'd rather die. No. Has anyone heard, speaking of uh, teen uh, mystery shows, has anyone heard anything good or bad about the new Nancy Drew series that's following Riverdale on Fox? Well, I remember years ago it was or Sarah CW, Shahi. Sorry, I think it's a CW, yeah. And then they got rid of Sarah Shahi, and then they were bringing it back, and then the one that was going to be the dad is no longer the dad on it. So they've had a ton of changes before it even kicks off. So has anyone heard anything good or no, bad no, about no, the no, new no, Nancy Drew? No, 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 heard anything. No, not a thing. That's the most I've heard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested because I, I'm i not ashamed to say that it, at one point I read every single Nancy Drew book. I read all of them, and there were about 150 of them, and I read them all. Which is so creepy. I was a big no, fan of teen recently? detectives. Yeah. No, 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 this was as, as, a, as, a, as a kid. This okay. was as a kid, yeah. A kid and a teenager, you know. Yeah, but I mean, in order to get all of them, you would have had to keep doing it into an older age, no? 
I mean, over the course of several years, I was a huge fan. Like like people are with Harry Potter. When the new one comes out, you buy it. I was mm-hmm. that way with Nancy Drew. Mm-hmm. But they came out like four a year. Yeah. Right. So I was just a huge fan of the series as well. And a clearly very popular kid. Yes, I had no <laughs> friends. You were a big Drew head. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. read a lot. I read a lot as a kid. Yeah. Did you also... <laughs> Isn't that yeah. creepy? Yeah. <laughs> Did you also do, like, the Hardy Boys books? I was never a big Hardy Boys fan. Hmm. You were hmm. more into Nancy Drew. I was more into Nancy Drew. And I was, you know, I, and we've talked about this before. Ralph used to hate this because my favorite comic book of all time was Archie. You know, I used to I used to read all <laughs> the Archie comic comics. Book. It, it is, is a, a comic it's book. It is not. I used to love Archie, and that's why I was so excited when uh, when Riverdale got made. So I'm hoping for so, good things from Nancy Drew. Riverdale followed by Nancy Drew. Yes. Will your hands ever leave your pants? I'm saying it's a good light up. It's a real good prime time. <laughs> and CW always has attractive people. Always so. hot. Yep. Always hot. Yep. Good Lord. I mean, I don't know that they're looking for my demo, but they've got my demo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like, and we've just got this older man in What's Washington. What's this 85-year-old doing watching our network? He seems to be watching the same episode six, seven times in five-minute intervals. <laughs> oh. What is going on with that? By five, you mean one-minute right. intervals. That is being very kind. <laughs> Why'd you have to make it dirty? Oh, like he made it dirty. I was just appreciating talent. Yeah. Remember when we heard that Snoop Dogg has a guy that he just pays to roll his blunts? Yep. And we were like, is that real? Well, we now have more information on this guy. Snoop Dogg, of course, employs a professional blunt roller. He was talking in a recent interview about how... Um, he pays the guy forty to fifty thousand dollars a year. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, forty to fifty thousand dollars a year. He was doing a recent interview with um, another marijuana enthusiast, Seth uh, Rogan. They started talking about this, and here's what Snoop said. He said that mother effer is like Lurch from the Adams family. You rang, so he always knows precisely <laughs> when he's in need to have a new blunt. And then Rogan, who's seen this roller guy in action, added, he knows how to gauge the look on someone's face when it seems like they want a blunt. And if you do, he just gives you one. So this guy is so in tune to the needs of Snoop Dogg and his friends that, I mean, forty to 50000 So the person, like, pressed further and said... Well, their sole job isn't to roll joints. Like, they do other do things, right? Do they know right? Snoop? And he said, that's his J-O-B, his occupation. On his resume, it says, what do you do? I'm a blunt roller, PBR, professional blunt roller. <laughs> By the way, it's not that tough to know when Snoop needs a joint. It's whenever he finishes the last that's, one. Right. That's probably Correct. smart. Yeah. He has an alarm for every 45 seconds. <laughs> but that's not bad. 40 to 50 grand. Gin and juice. That's Laid good. back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. It's madness. It's just madness. You guys uh, decorate outside for Halloween? Uh, I have two inflatables up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do any cobwebs? Uh, no, uh, Danielle is arachnophobic. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Same now. Yes, Kevin is as well. Well, here's the thing. Outdoor Halloween decorations might look awesome, but you may be causing damage to real wildlife. <sighs> wildlife what? organizations say we're seeing a ton more people putting Halloween decorations in their front yards. And that is causing a lot more animals to come to local rehabilitation centers for injuries related to outdoor decorations. Fake cobwebs particularly concerning because wildlife gets stuck in them if they're strung across bushes or trees. Sure. Another concern, the string lights, they can get their antlers stuck in them. And they just say, it just 
promptly remove your um, any sort of food situation. Like if you have pumpkins, get rid of that because those entice the animals to get closer to your home than they would normally. And that increases. They just want to cancel Halloween and I don't like it. Yeah. And that increases their risk of getting hit by a car. That's sad. It is sad. But uh, honestly, animals be smarter, right? <laughs> Who's with me? Right. Like. Size up the yard. Know what you're going into. It it was so like, uh, don't put this out. The antlers will get caught. Like, where do they think everyone lives? (laughs) The North Pole. Yeah, Yeah, it is cuckoo. The red nose will dim uh, (laughs) if you have any of the lights. I'm just like, dude, this is very specific for just Santa. Yeah. Guys, I've got a couple Airbnbs you might be interested in. All right. Airbnb getaway on Jim Beam's Distillery Grounds in Clermont, Kentucky. Go on. A rustic three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath home um, that they're booking October 21st through the end of the year and it overlooks the distillery grounds and you're going to have a full bar stocked with Jim Bean bourbons, a fireplace, backyard fishing docks. First come first serve. Part of the one night stay includes a distillery tour and bourbon tasting. You're going to have Kentucky barbecue meals and behind the scenes look into bourbon making. I'm not really under. I don't understand. That's ridiculous. To stay at this Airbnb? Yes, how much? 23 bucks, the equivalent of a premium bottle of Jim Beam Black. That is a bargain. Amazing. Yeah, you didn't have me till then. Yeah, you guys, you got to get on this. Or if that's not for you, maybe you've always wanted to stay in Malibu Barbie's dream house. I saw this, and this is amazing. This is insane. There's a house created by Airbnb that's an actual life-size replica of the iconic plastic dollhouse. And you can rent it for a stay. The two-bedroom, two-bath home in the heart of Malibu. A deck on each level. Fabulous views of the Pacific Ocean. Decorated to look exactly like Barbie's real mansion. Pops of pink retro decor all over the place. Walk-in closet where you can try on outfits from Barbie's various careers like astronaut firefighter. How much would you pay? Oh, wait. Is there, which booze did they have? Uh, none. That was just I'm Jim out. Beam. But when I tell you okay. a two-bedroom, two-bath home in the heart of Malibu, how much you paying for that? Hmm. For one night? Uh, yeah. It's per night. Okay. 149600000 Ooh, that seems high. Mm-hmm. I would say um, $1,000. Okay. I would say one night, I'd say $1,700. Okay. $60 a night. Well, that is to, These are just stunts. That is to celebrate the brand's 60th anniversary. Yeah, that's this is what, a, Available for one night, one night only. This is this is how it's a stunt. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it's October 27th through 29th. Oh, I was right. just guessing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, <laughs> Two people get it. That's what makes it a stunt. Yeah. Wow. And trust me, it's not going to be two randos on the internet. They've right. got that house already booked. That's an awesome looking house, by the way. Oh, it's cool. It is cool, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, some birthdays for you. We've got Zach Efron, Lindsey Vaughn, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and Mike Ditka. Matt Money Smith. Yeah. Uh, used to do sports for us. Long, long time Bears fan. Loved Mike Ditka. Yeah, yeah grew up in Chicago. It was his favorite team. Got a chance to talk to him, and at the end, he said, guys... Do you mind if I just, I'll, I'll keep it short, but I just want to tell him how much he means yeah, to Yeah, his mm-hmm. hero. And so we said, sure, yeah, that's fine. Let's do that. And this is how it went. Money, yeah. you want to say goodbye to him? Thank you so much for everything, <laughs> uh, Coach. I really appreciate it. You've given me a wonderful life. 
He's gone. Darn. He's <laughs> he hung up. That's so funny. You're <laughs> giving me a wonderful life. He hung up on me. He hung up on you guys. You ruined my moment. Hey, he got his plug in. I really wanted you to have that moment with yeah. him. <laughs> Which makes it even better. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the best. Oh right. man, and that's what's happening. Thanks, Ellie, on your drive home today. Listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial free for all. A random act of helpfulness from these SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday morning. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Do you get paid more? If they do stuff to your butt. Don't bogart that joint. My friend, pass it over to me. 100 million percent yes. Very few people listen to your radio show. Just pass it around. Hercules, Hercules. And the Bogart that joined my friend. Still smoke weed? You party? Unfortunately, I believe we're out of time. Well, we're actually going to go now because this has been really boring. Bye. Join the butthole revolution. Okay. Thanks. I'll see you soon. Bye. Well, that can't end badly at all. Well, that's a wrap. There you have it. The world... Well, that's a wrap. There you have it. The world carp... (laughs) Oh, well. Better luck next time. Bong, bong. This is Bob from Chattanooga. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.